the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. What's going on, everybody? Uh, as you know, I say this every time I host a show, but uh, yes, it is that that handsomely younger voice on the radio today. Um, Pastor Joe is unfortunately in the hospital, so if you guys could pray for him, that would be wonderful. He found um, some weird bacteria um, in his chest, but uh, they're taking care of it, and hopefully he should be out of the hospital um, this weekend. Um, so if, if you could pray for him, that would be wonderful. He's doing well, though. Uh, checked in on him, uh, and, you know, his spirits are high. His humor is still there as usual, so that's how you know he's doing well if his humor is, is still on point. Um, but, yeah, it's it's good to be it's good to be back um, in the host seat. You know, last week I was uh, I was kind of riding coach um, or in the passenger, but it's uh, it's good to be back. Unfortunately, I'm here by myself, so bear with me. Uh, I'm not good with talking to myself, but we're gonna make it. We're gonna make it work. We're gonna make it work. So thank you guys once again for tuning in to Isaiah 61. Um, and I just want to talk about um, something that has been on my heart um, and definitely and uh, the youth that I that I talk to and mentor, um, and that is the idea of you are special and being unique. Um, for those of y'all that follow me on Instagram, uh, if you don't, you can follow me at the real juice Sutton. Um, I, every, every morning on my Insta story, or I try to every morning on my Insta story, I do a funny little, like, it's like a little sketch with this song called masterpiece by, Tori Kelly. Now, if you've never heard this song, I encourage you to please go listen to this song because one, not only is it a hit, but two, it's a very, very special song for people that feel like um, like they don't have much to offer to the world. And it's basically saying that you are wonderfully made, that you are a masterpiece in God's eyes because he created you. And I feel like a lot of the times um, we go through our lives and we go through um, we go through life and some people want to know what do I have to offer? Like what makes me special? I'm not special. And especially as Christians, we have called to, we have been called to a unique mission um, to impact. And sometimes we ask ourselves, what does that look like? How can I do that? Um, I don't have any special like preaching talents. I don't have anything crazy. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, well, that's one of the biggest misconceptions that we have um, in life is that we're not unique. And, and I want to, I want to be able to encourage you guys today, uh, with just a simple word, but we're going to try to draw this out through the whole radio show, but you are beautifully and wonderfully made. You are made and you are unique. And God has an interesting way of turning what we consider a nobody into a somebody. 
And uh, I, I find that in my own life, um, one of my biggest one of my biggest insecurities, one of the biggest things that I struggle with while I'm alone is uh, I'm not doing enough or what am I doing to impact? Like, oh, I feel like I'm not doing anything like I'm not like I'm not making real change. And I feel like that's where the enemy loves to work in in that doubt and that misconception of you're not unique. And everybody has different gifts and talents. Everybody brings something different to the table. And I want I want I'm going to keep saying this constantly. I want to encourage you to realize that you are somebody and God can use you in different types of ways. In the Bible, there are continuous stories of how God took what we consider a nobody, uh, someone with no talents, someone who was unworthy, someone who you would least expect and flip that life around to do something momentous. And sometimes us, I know sometimes us as Christians is like our biggest thing is, all right, I want to be, I want to be like, I want to be making thousands of or millions of dollars and impacting millions of people. And it's like, sometimes we're called to impact the small people. Sometimes the, the impact that we have for the smaller communities does a bigger job than the impact that we have for the bigger communities. That one-on-one relationship that you have with that kid at school or, or that person at work can, can be doing more than when you're focusing on, I want to, I want to reach the masses when you have these small groups of people that you can impact right then and there. Um, and I, one of the things that I find so interesting about how God can take a nobody and turn them into a somebody is, and we can start from the very beginning, um, or not the very beginning, but semi to the very beginning of, of Moses. Moses was one, the least qualified person. Moses was a guy who one didn't talk well Two, he was like, yo, like, I don't even know my own people. Like I've been, I've been in, I've been in the Egyptian so long. I don't know what it's like to be with the Hebrews. And so, you know, for those of you who know the story, he ended up running away and he was gone for a long time. And God was like, I'm going to use you to free the people from Egypt. And then Moses was like, yo, like, uh, I don't talk very well. Like, I don't think you understand, but I have a, I have a speech. Like I, I, I don't, I don't communicate very well. And, and some of the times I, I feel that we we God has put us in a position to make an impact in where we are. And we go, oh, I can't do that because I'm not very I'm not very good at that. Or I don't I don't know how to do that or I don't have a degree in that, <laughs> you know. And, and one of the biggest things is like it's like it doesn't matter because in, it says in the scripture through our weakness, he is made strong. If if God placed us in and put us in situations based on our strengths. He, he, he couldn't be given the glory in those situations. Some of the biggest moments that we have as Christians is when we leap or when we didn't expect it, or when we've come a long way, or like when people look at, like sometimes when I talk to my old high school friends or my old middle school friends, um, they find it very, very weird that one, I'm a Christian, <laughs> like I'm saved. And two, that I'm like, like I'm doing comedy. Like I was always a class clown, but I was very much, I was very low key. Believe it or not, I was an introvert. I was an introvert until I was forced to be an extrovert <laughs> because of my family, you're not allowed to be an introvert. So everyone communicates, everyone talks, but he has a funny way of taking our weaknesses and making them so that he looks strong so that he can have the glory. So when people look at our lives, when people look at what we've done, they know, you know what? 
that brother couldn't have did that by himself or that sister couldn't have did it by themselves. There has to be something else with that. And that is where the power of God comes in because we realize that we can't do this on our own. He can take what we consider nothing and make it something. So Moses ended up, you know, being being as big as we all know him, even though he got a little help because God was kind of tired of the excuses. So he was like, all right, I'm going to send Aaron. He'll, he'll speak for you if that makes you feel a little better. But he still had to get in front of masses. He still had to get in front of people that he grew up with his entire life. And um, it was funny. I was performing at this church last Sunday, and um, and one of the pastors, Chris Thibodeau, um, a family life center, he, he says he was talking about the story of Jacob and Esau and uh, and how Jacob was very unworthy. He was he did a lot of shady stuff. He did a lot. He did a lot of super shady stuff. And God was still able to use him. And he actually ended up still like Jesus came from that descendant. And one of the things that he talked about was sometimes we look at what we've done, where we've been. And that hinders us from going forward to what we do. And sometimes we're afraid to wrestle with God and say, I need you to bless me, you know, and and I need you to turn me my nothing into something. And so um, one of the biggest encouragements that I had from that word that he was saying is that after Jacob wrestled with the angel, the angel asked him what your name is. And he said, my name is Jacob. And with his name, Jacob came. My name is I stole the birthright. My name is I was I got married to one wife, but I really wanted to get married to another wife. And that was my secret love. He had all these past things that he did. And the angel said and God said to him, he said, your name is no longer Jacob it's Israel. So all of that past stuff that came with Jacob was was washed away. And now he started new as fresh. And you and you know what happened after that. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like God can take your situation. God can take where you've been and flip that around for his good. And I I found that very encouraging because for me, like I said, one of my biggest, one of my biggest insecurities, one of my biggest worries is I'm not like, what am I doing? Am I doing enough? You know? And, um, and the devil definitely, he definitely works on that. He definitely prays on that. Um, it's like, Oh, you're not worthy. Oh, you you messed up again. Oh, you sinned again today. You can't see. You can't get up on stage and talk to people about. And that's one of the biggest things. And and if we're not rooted and grounded in our faith, because we're going to make mistakes, if we're not rooted and grounded in our faith, if we're not in constant prayer and communication with God, those things can stop you from moving to your purpose. And and one thing that we've been talking about a lot this week is purpose. And the biggest thing that we have to understand is, yes, we are going to sin. We are not perfect. But when you dwell in that and you keep it in the dark, that is when it manifests itself and it becomes something greater. It becomes a greater insecurity. And then you becoming having those thoughts like, oh, I can't I can't do this work or I can't go to my job and, you know, and be an impact because of because of what I did last week or what I did past here. But God is pretty much saying all of that. You've done all that. Okay. I've forgiven you for all that. Let's move forward. Let's move forward. Let me take your nothing and turn it into something. Let me take where you've been and erase that and tell you where you're going. And so, so many times we get caught up in those, in those insecurities. We get caught up in those doubts um, that we don't realize what God has for us in the future. 
And sometimes we need to just sit down and say, God, bless me. God, work in me. God, move in me. And whatever you feel like you need to say, sometimes it's easy for, or sometimes it's better for us to just take a step back, take a step back, breathe, look at life and say, all right, God, this is what I need to work on. This is what I need to grow towards. And you'll be surprised the power moves that he can make in your life. And so that was one of the biggest encouragements for me this week and something that was really on my heart. And um, what I've been not, and I was talking to a school um, earlier today, one of the deans that um, was my dean when I was in middle school asked me to come and speak um, to the kids at a, it wasn't the same middle school, it was a different middle school. And so many kids have this insecurity of, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I don't know like what, what makes me special. And um, one of the biggest things, and that's something that kids struggle with now because, you know, with social media, there's these, there's this standard, there's this thing like, oh, if you don't get a certain amount of likes or if you don't get a certain amount of comments, if you don't have enough followers, et cetera, et cetera, like that plays on kids mental. And so one of the things that I was saying was each and every person is made with a purpose. Each and every person has a gift. And and I'll pretty much explain to you guys what I explained to them is each kid has a gift. Everyone is made for a reason. Everyone's on this earth for a reason. And that journey of life is you trying to figure out what that purpose is. And from a spiritual standpoint, it's what can, what can I use these gifts to glorify the kingdom of God? And I just want to encourage anyone who feels like they're, they're, they're going through that stage of, well, I'm not special because I'm not beautiful or I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a six pack or, you know, like it's that time of the year, you know, the snow is falling. We don't want to go to the gym. So we, you know, the six pack is in the cooler a little bit waiting for it, waiting to come out in the springtime. But, um, each and every person is made uniquely. Each and every person is beautiful because God created you that way. And you can be used in any type of way. You can be used through, through your school, through your job, through, through anything that you're involved in. It doesn't necessarily have to be, Oh, I have to be a preacher or I have to be a minister or I have to be a missionary. You can impact the community. You can impact the culture through where you're at now, where you are now. And so um, don't be afraid or hesitant because you feel like um, you don't have gifts because everybody has gifts. Everybody has talents. Everybody has things that they go through that, that can make the world a better place. And I want you to look at that um, and just be encouraged by that because you're a masterpiece. You're a masterpiece. You've been crafted handmade by the one and only God. And that alone should give you enough confidence to be able to be like, you know what? I can do anything because I was handpicked. My fingerprints are different than everybody else. There's billions of people in the world and there's no fingerprint that is like another fingerprint. There's no DNA strand that is exactly like another DNA strand. God literally took his time with each and every one of us. And those are one of the things that we can look to and say, I am unique. I have a gift. And for those who are trying to figure out what they want to do with life and feel like um, their their sins or their past is holding them down or they can't, you know, like I, I'm dwelling too much on the things that I'm going through. Don't be afraid to understand that, you know, you are unique. You are going to stumble. But it's all about the forgiveness aspect, staying in tune with God and moving forward to what he has for you, 
because and if you ever feel discouraged, there are tons and tons of stories in the Bible where God took what we consider unqualified or um, least least reasonable or like people that you would never expect um, to do the big things that they did in the scripture. And so that's one of the things that I try to stay encouraged with. And we will continue to do more. I'll give you a little bit more examples right when we come back from the break. Um, This is Isaiah 61. You are tuned in Um, and don't go nowhere. Don't touch that radio. We'll be right back. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Is your life unsettled, in turmoil? Have you ever wondered why? Here's Adrian Rogers. It is absolutely imperative that you be certain about the Bible. You'll never get much of anything else settled until you get that settled. I'm Chris Fabry, inviting you to join us for Love Worth Finding with Adrian Rogers. Tune in to Love Worth Finding with Dr. Adrian Rogers. Weekday afternoons at 1 on AM 980, The Mission. What's going on, y'all? We are back. You are tuned in to Isaiah 61. That's my grooviness right there. I like that that bass player. I don't know who he is, but he deserves a raise. He deserves a raise. But you are tuned in to Isaiah 61. If you guys are just now tuning in, uh, we are talking about um, how everyone is made beautifully. Everyone is unique. And how God can turn a nobody into a somebody just like that. And so... Um, We've been talking about because that's we've that's one of the things that I've noticed a lot about people who are who are um, who consider themselves Christians who feel like they're not doing enough because they're not impacting the masses or they feel like they've just they've just done too much in their life where they can't they can't see themselves moving forward or walking in um, the the purpose that God has for them because the last couple of weeks we've been talking about purpose. And um, I just wanted to touch on everyone having a purpose and how God can turn that nobody or that nothing into a somebody or into a something. And um, so I I was before the break, I was saying that I would have a couple of Bible stories, um, et cetera, et cetera, that I would give examples to of how God takes what we consider the least qualified or the 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 people that you wouldn't expect to do something um, and make an impact. And so like I I talked about um, Jacob and Esau, I talked about Moses, but one of the biggest ones that I, or one of the second, um, two of the biggest ones are, are um, Samson and Paul, AKA, well, he was Saul, I should say, formerly known as Saul. And so with Samson, we see, you know, we know the story. The brother was the strongest man, period. He was a, the first superhero, what we call. Um, and so he had this calling on his life that he would, he would, uh, that he would liberate, 
the Hebrews and from the Philistines. And uh, so I'm going to keep it real short because we don't have much time. But um, he basically went off the road. You know, his his purpose and his uh, his walk was a little bit iffy. You know, he fell in love with some shorties, um, some women and uh, kind of went off the rail, but ended up in the long run doing exactly what his purpose was. Um, and sometimes we find ourselves and sometimes we have to take the long path. Sometimes and there's some people out there who who can probably attest to this. They probably saying amen right now in their cars or something that that they had to take the long road because of the the signs that we ignored. And I'm one of those people that had to take the long road as well as far as um, walking in my purpose and even even committing myself to a lifestyle um, dedicated to God. And it took it took some it took some serious turns and and but you know long story short I ended up you know I'm here now you know what I'm saying I wouldn't be on this radio station if uh if I wasn't dedicating my life to God <laughs> and so um or even 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 in the position of comedy where I'm at now um and sometimes we we find ourselves saying that we're not qualified or or we can't um like oh I've done too much in my life I can't you know I can't I can't do that like. God, God, I've done too much. I've, I've, I've done, I've sinned a lot. Um, I've done things that you, that people would be like, Ooh, what? No. And so, but God tells that he used that and saying, that's exactly why I'm picking you because you are the least qualified. Uh, you don't have a degree in that, but if I put you in that field and I make you successful in that field, people will know that you are a living testimony of how God works or how God moves. And so, one of the biggest things I want to encourage you with is don't be afraid to pursue the purpose that God has for you. Don't be afraid to walk in that calling because of 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 mistakes that you've made in the past, um, because God loves to dwell in that. In our weakness, he is made strong. When we feel weak, that's when God's the most powerful, because if we are if we are walking in our calling, if we are doing things with our strengths, we can easily say, oh, that was all me. Or people can look at that and be like, yeah, but, you know, that's what he does. He's he's good at that. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Like if you look at how I was in middle school, high school, I was kind of funny, but I wasn't like get on the stage funny. And people who've seen me on the stage when I first started, they know. Yeah. Nah, he's <laughs> he he's not he's not stand up comedian funny. And so but um, the more that I that I worked at it, the more that I felt God was calling to me, calling me to it, the better I got at it. And so. Just because you're called to something and, you know, just because um, doesn't mean you're not going to have to work. And the, uh, that's something that a lot of people get mixed up is they won't they feel like they won't have to work. If you look at the story of of Paul, formerly known as Saul, um, he actually persecuted Christians. He he killed Christians. And then God is a funny way of turning him into a Christian. And now he became one of one of the most, you know, one of the most successful or quote unquote successful disciples with writing a bunch all the letters and doing all these things and people it took people a long time to be like yo ain't that the dude who be killing christians like now he talking about he he a christian and writing letters about how things should go uh i don't know and you know there was a lot of people that were like brother yeah i know this is probably a setup you know they probably thought he was a he was he was an undercover and uh but it's 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 crazy how God takes those people who 
are quote unquote the least qualified because I'm pretty sure Paul didn't have a degree in ministry. But <laughs> but now we study, you know, we study the letters that he's written um, in the Bible. And so I want to encourage you guys as we wrap it up. Um, like I said, everyone has a calling. Everyone has something that makes them unique. Everyone has a gift that God has given them. And I want to encourage you that, you know, we all go through stuff. We all have a past, whether that's whether you've been raised in the church all your life or you're new to the church. We all have certain things that we struggle with or that we have struggled with um, that could hinder us from walking in the calling that God has for us. But I want to encourage you that God has made you uniquely and he's made you beautifully and he's handpicked you. In the Bible, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to increase you and, you know, and further on and further on. And so I want to encourage you guys that he's knitted you in your mother's womb. He took his time with you and you are unique and you are a masterpiece. So never let the struggles that you go through hinder you from being that masterpiece and being that thing that God has called you to do. This is Isaiah 61. And this is your boy, Joseph Jew Sutton. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at the real Jew Sutton or check out my website, www.therealjewsutton.com. Um, next week I will be at, uh, a church in Hastings. I forgot the name of it, but you can look on the website and I'm there. And then I will be at the warehouse in Wilmer, um, next Saturday. So Friday and Saturday, Friday, I'm in Hastings Saturday. I'm in Wilmer. Thank you guys for listening. I would love for you guys to come to the show and make sure you check us out. Same time next week and the week after that and the week after that and the week after that. Be blessed and drive safe.